You're now listening to Generational Empowerment with Ashley J and the Hilarious J-Man. You know they got you covered with all the news that pushes social change. Right here live on Direct Access Radio. Uh, this 
this our second episode um i did not receive the books you know the um yes protect your crown no uh adjust your crown adjust something like that so guys next week we'll be starting a book um by Derek jackson and we'll have all the deets and everything once we actually have it tangibly and we're gonna start it um, me and jay have discussed we're gonna start reading it and you know oh i actually do read the books you know you be acting like you read the books. <laughs> <laughs> that you no know, i actually read it girl. first of all i read it you need to stop it because i read the whole entire book you need to stop it okay just because at towards the end, I did, I did get a little slacky slack okay. with, you know, having my notes. Because <laughs> it got to a point where I was like, okay, I don't need to read this section. I already know about this section. Mm, no. But that was, yeah, that no. was wrong. That was wrong. Absolutely. But anyway, so I feel like I wanted to get a little personal on this episode with, you know, knowing your words. Like I said, this is something very near and dear to my heart. Um, because I was once in a space where I didn't know my words. I didn't know who I was. I accepted so much. I tolerated so much from guys, friendships, um, you know, that I thought was valuable, that I thought had true respect, love, that unconditional love that, you know, ride or die, that, you know, just like you're able to critique me and it's coming from a good place, you know, pure intention. And I had to learn the hard way, you know. I'm still learning the hard way, but I'm learning. And I have identified that I'm learning. Mm-hmm. What is it that you're doing? I'm logging into our email so we can see what's going on with our book. You, how are you going to see it? Uh, it's, it's mine. Oh. See, you need to stop checking it out. I need to unlink. Uh, I'll be here Sunday by 9 o'clock. Oh, it's like Sunday. I thought I was going to be here today. Sunday uh, by 9 o'clock. Yes. Okay, well, I'll have, we'll have it next week. We'll probably start on it. Don't forget your crown. Self-love yes. has everything Don't to forget do your with crown. it. Yes. By Jackson. Derek Jackson. Derek If you're familiar with him on um, Instagram, he's really popular. He kind of... He's the guy that kind of started that whole in the car talking, you know, saying like if a dude is lying or if he's really into you. That's him? Yeah, that's him. Oh, wow. Yeah, I knew he looked familiar, but yeah. I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. That's him. He's saying basically like you can tell 10 ways you can tell if a guy's into you or if a woman is into you. Or, you know, um, if this is going on, if he really miss you, yeah, if he really miss you, or he just miss the familiar of you, you know what I'm saying? Not really Ooh, miss you. Yes, the familiarity of things. Yes, baby. People be, people be trying to act like they miss you and they want to be with you, and then spend a third, they miss the familiarity of things. They yeah. miss because they're not getting, at the end of the day, what you gave them, which was pure intentions. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing is, I'll never forget um, what. Um, Nas said and he was basically saying that the woman that you really messed over you're going to be trying to find her in every woman that you meet or you date because at the end of the day deep down in your heart you know that you did wrong you know to to a certain degree like he said oh um and I think he was talking about Khalees when he was saying this thing he was just like Oh, a fat ass didn't make me stay. A pretty face didn't make me stay. It was something about, well, he said her smile. He said, like, her smile, and I guess her heart or whatever. So, but ultimately, that pretty face, that fat ass chick that you were talking to, ultimately cost you the chick that you no longer can see that smile anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, you gotta be real with yourself. So, people may think, like, okay, self-worth. Like, I know my words, so I'm 
develop self-worth. Like if you know like, okay, I've been dealing with this girl, I've been dealing with this guy, they ain't really been reciprocating that, you know, authentic friendship or um, partnership that should be. You know, if we say we love each other, we say we go together, then it's just like, how can you determine that? Or I've been dealing with this person, it ain't, you know, it just ain't been right. And I know that I deserve more. I know that um, I could be treated a lot better. So how do I develop my self-worth? Um, I don't, I think, honestly, this is my honest opinion. I'm not sure what research you have done, but I don't believe that you can find your self-worth by giving someone else your own. Mm. So, basically, I'll use myself as an example. Like, I can't date anybody, honestly and truly, right now. Because at the end of the day, I'm trying to figure out my self-worth mm-hmm. and what I, what I honestly can bring to the table other than financial you know what I'm saying? What else I can bring to the table other than, you know, at the end of the day, whatever, whatever. But for me, I think that in order to find out your self-worth and know what you're willing to put up with and not willing to put up with is you have to spend that time alone. Yes. You have to get to know self. You have to do a lot of evaluating of yourself. You have to do a lot of evaluating of your your situations, situational circumstances that you've been through. You have to evaluate things that you've been through in your childhood and yes. in your adulthood because it's certain things or certain situations that may arise in a future relationship that reminds you of something, some trauma that you may have been in. And it's hard for you to be able to say, oh, I know my worth and you with somebody. Like, my thing is, if when you're with somebody, like, you already feel that you know your worth. You already feel like you know what you should be putting up with because you chose to, at the end of the day, give to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you're basically giving, if you're with somebody, you're giving them your all. Yeah. Or that's what you're supposed to be doing. So I personally feel like you can't figure that self-worth out being with someone. Yeah. And it, it's not in the sense of like developing your self-worth when you're in, with someone, but you've come out of patterns of dealing with at the end if something has been taken from you. You get what I'm saying? Mm. And with that, so it's like, okay, how can I get in a better situation? Because 9 out of 10 men and women, women are more suitable to actually deal with that hurt, that pain, that actually go through that self-evaluation versus men, they try to mask it and they jump to another relationship, they jump to another relationship or they jump to comfort of sex, you know, with different women. And that's only suppressing, you know what I'm saying? It's only suppressing. So at the end of the day, you're gonna get to a point where it's just like, you gotta be real with yourself. You can't speak on, oh, trying to tell somebody else about love and relationship when you haven't really done the hard work yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to put yourself in a space where it's just like, it's just you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not messing with nobody. And I've been through that before. So now it's for me, I feel like I'm in a stage where learning, well, healing a part of me that allowed the BS. You know what I'm saying? When you know that, okay, I tolerated this. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gotta heal from what a person took from me or gained from me. Just knowing like, Okay, I, I allowed this for too long, mm-hmm. and that wasn't suitable. So why do I allow this? What happened in my life that you know what I'm saying put me in a space where it's just like, okay, yeah, well, let me allow that. Just because you allow it doesn't mean that you have to take it. You know. That's definitely true. Um, and I think what happens a lot of times too when you're in a relationship is that you know when you find somebody that you connect with on all levels. Yeah. And 
sometimes you ignore certain red flags yep. that at the end of the day, or like how we discuss the breadcrumbs mm-hmm. that are left, because at the end of the day, you're looking yep. at, a lot of times we look at bigger picture. When no, we romanticize. I think that's, not to cut you off, but I feel like we romanticize about the potential. Mm. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Because you know, women, we feel, man, he look good, he got his stuff, we perceive that he got these things together because at that point, it's just an interaction of introduction of like, mm-hmm. you look good, there's a sexual tension or just a, a physical appearance that is a, that's appealing. So it's like, oh, and we'll imagine our whole life walking down the aisle with you, having kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why a lot of women get caught up in these situations because we have romanticized the potential. We see these smaller details and we're like, oh, he could be doing this if we was really in a relationship. Or I could see how he can increase this if we got married. You know what I'm saying? Things of that sort. So, you know, just to piggyback, it's, I feel like yeah. it's more so of you romanticizing about the ideal, about the ideal or things. the potential. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just to kind of get back, I think, um, where was I at? Okay, so I'm sorry. You good? We we see the breadcrumbs or we see the red flags, mm-hmm. but just because okay, we've romanticized and we've seen the bigger picture of things, mm-hmm. we sometimes forget about the smaller picture and we ignore certain signs and signals that are just kind of like okay, this might seem so small and minute now, yep. but it's going to grow into something bigger but we ignore it. So yeah. then it grows into something bigger and here it is, we got this big old issue. Yep. We got this big old issue of something that started six months ago that, that was so small to me six months ago. Mm-hmm. But now six months later, six months in, my feelings for you have grown, my heart for you has grown. And you I'm, can no longer ignore. And I can yeah. no longer ignore this bull that yeah. you've been doing or this certain thing that you're doing is just kind of like, okay, really, you just gonna keep trying me? Yeah, you know, um, but we we cause that on ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We put our own selves in that situation because we ignore the breadcrumbs, yep. because we ignore the red flags. I'm sure plenty of us have been in situations where we sit there and say, "Oh, I've seen all the red flags, and it was all there for me." But you know, I was just in love, and I was just head over heels, and. But we have to get to a point where we're knowing our worth to know, hey, I'm not going to ignore this. Yep. So whether we've been dealing with or each other. Or addressing it. Yeah. You know, so, just to even bring it to their attention, like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, this is a problem. Right. You know. But I think the thing about it is, is people get so caught up in the, oh, we've only been together a couple weeks or we, well, not together or we've only been talking for a couple weeks or whatever the situation may be. People get, in, get distracted by the time period. So it's just kind of like, oh, well, I don't want to come off. No, so, no, bro. You got to say something now. Yes. If you know your worth and you want your worth to be respected, you don't want to feel like at the end of the day you're less than what? If this bothers, if it bothers you in the first day, hey, say something on the first day. I'm sorry, but I'm no longer going to be in a situation where if we on the, we going on a date, who texting us? Because we on a date. Yeah. And I, oh, I used to always do that. Like, not even saying, like, who's texting us, but I used to be like, um, it's rude. Uh, my gestures would kind of, like, give it off. Like, oh, I'm, I'm at real distance after that point because I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? You valuing my time. Exactly. Because it's just like, you, yes, your phone. If they not set your house on fire, your child is dying, or whatever the case may be, it's like, it's unnecessary. Like, give a person that time because if it was vice versa, it only hits different mm-hmm. when it matters to that person. So mm-hmm. things flip, and that's when I started, like, 
understanding, like talking to men that, you know, have that type of mindset, like men that's gonna put up their phone. But then them two were tricking me too. They gonna put up their phone, give me all the attention. And they had a whole laundry list of things they had yeah, called so it, But it's like one of those things where you have to pay attention and you have to be willing to speak on things. Yeah. You know, like I said, you can't wait until the disrespect has hit so hard that now you wanna walk away. Yeah. Like, because at the end of the day, this person been doing this for the longest. Yeah. But it took for you to no longer want the disrespect or you to no longer want to take it. But what happens is a lot of times we don't know our worth in a sense of, oh, well, we only been talking. I don't care how long we've been talking. I don't care how long I've known you. Yeah. You're going to respect me. You're going to value my time. You're going to appreciate what I'm bringing to the table. Or I'm going to keep it moving and get to somebody else that is. Yep. And the infamous words of Cardi B, a nigga only gonna do what you allow. Period. Period, pooch. And on that note, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna and take a quick break, and when we come back, I'll be talking about um, some of the things that you can help develop your self worth. What's going on, world? It's your boy, J-Man. And it's your girl, Ashley J. <laughs> and when we left off, guys, we were just talking about knowing your worth. You know, just certain situations that you find yourself in where it's like at the end of the day, you put yourself on the back burner. You don't let this person know up front and in person what's going on, how you feeling. Hey, this bothers me. You got to tell them in the beginning. You can't wait. And address it. Don't suppress it. Address it. Don't suppress it. But also, guys, I just wanted to make sure that I reiterated. You can catch the GE team, Generational Empowerment, your boy J-Man, and your girl Ashley J, live and in color, October 17, 2020, from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. at Club Wraith ATL. There will be a live pop-up shop. You definitely don't want to miss this. You definitely don't want to miss your boy J-Man and your girl Ashley J, live. And in so we're going to get into developing these self, well, developing self-worth. What can you do that can give you some incentive that you deserve more, that you're going to put it out there that this is what I deserve, this is what I want, this is what I'm going to get. And if you can't supply those needs, then, you know, we can't be friends, we can't be entangled, we can't get, we can't do none of it. So what you got, make a list? Yeah, you do. You know what? You know we're gonna go biblical for a minute. What they say? Write it down, no matter the Terry, and that basically means no matter the, how long it's gonna take for that to manifest. Mm -hmm. Basically, what that means. So write it down. So you wanna have positive affirmation. I am worthy. I am loved. I am beautiful. You know those things. It may sound really small, but it goes a long way because if you just having that. If you have one of those moments and you just read over your affirmations, I think it'll give you a lot of clarity on, you know, um, something may spark something. Like, that affirmation may send you to a positive scenery that happened, you know, before in your life. Right. So, and then, identify your um, complacencies. So, basically, self-explanatory. What have you been complacent about? You know, like you said, these things you're not addressing head on so it's just basically like hey i don't want to speak on it because what i uh, i really like this person and or i 
see myself with this person. So instead of me addressing it, I just, you know, I'm complacent with how it is. But then later down the road, it's like, oh, now it's a problem. But you still gonna tolerate it even when you understand it's a problem. Because you're gonna put yourself in this space for so long or complacency, which becomes familiar, which becomes normal to you. But that's that curse that we're trying to break. Absolutely. That's that curse that we're trying to break. We're trying to get you out of the mindset of saying, oh, I done been with this person for so long. And history. This, we got history and we got time. And this, well, understand that time is a currency that you cannot get back. They should call you Pastor Jay. <laughs> you know, somebody randomly texts my phone and they talk about Pastor. We got to go pick up these trailers from, from Ryder or something said. I just wanna But um hey it might have been but honestly like at the end of the day you can't get time back. So yeah. if you okay if you spent this much time with this person and it ain't working, it, it's not it's it's okay to walk away. Yeah. Because and at like, the end of the day yourself matters more. Yeah. And until we get to a place in life where we realize that we matter more than the things and the other people and what this person has to say and what this person feels will continue to be bottled down by the the chains and and the, the handcuffs that have been placed on us, you know, for yeah. generations. Very much. You know, there we've had how many of us have heard the story of, you know, we, or we went to school with kids where as soon as they graduated from high school, their parents divorced because they stuck together for the children. Oh, well, you know, the neighborhood I'm from, they ain't never married. Oh well, it did. It, it's even you know, even in my own, even in my own personal situation, you know, my father decided that he was going to stay with my siblings' mother, mm -hmm. you know, for the children. And then here it is, they're eleven, twelve, and nine, and now they're getting a divorce and separating. This yeah. and a third because he tried to stay together for the children. Yeah, and it's just kind of like you, you, the, the children are going to still be there. They're going to respect you guys more for at the end of the day being real and saying, hey, mommy yeah. and daddy don't love each other no more. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? We're not in that place where, because what's going to, what they're going to pick up on them habits. What they're going to regret is the arguments yeah. and the, the disconnect and they're not getting any love because y'all don't have any love for each other and y'all always mad. Yep. So, you know what I'm saying? It's always that tension and you can cut it with a knife and the elephants in the room. Exactly. So it's like, you know, we have, to, we, we have to get to a point where we are breaking those curses and it takes it takes you knowing your worth. And I, it's so crazy because my friend just said that, like, the whole thing that been going on with her and her relationship, and she was just like, well, we're trying to stay together for the kids. And I was like, why stay together for the kids when you're showing them he's leaving the house so they see, okay, when I grow up and be a man, that this is suitable. And they seeing the arguments. They seeing, you know, the dysfunction. So it's just like, you, because the baby cries when he leaves, he crying when he leaves anyway because he's leaving and packing his stuff and go. So what is the difference between when he actually leaves? You know, right. don't stay because you're going to make yourself miserable. You're going to be living a life that is not fulfilling because you're going to feel like you're not being your true authentic self. Like, not that just a side note. And I look at it like this in situations where you're in a relationship where someone feels as though they can just come and go as they please and like, you know what I'm saying? They just this this is my thing. You need to get your shit and you need to go. Yeah. Or you need to let that person know, hey, you know what I'm saying? You you can't just keep coming in and out as you please and as you get good and ready and this and that ain't how this relationship is gonna work. Yeah. You, what you're doing is you're you're killing my vibe. Yeah. You you're not respecting me. 
You're not giving me what I need as a person. And at the end of the day, I'm, I can know, you have to let a person know I'm no longer going to tolerate that. Yeah. Because people get to a point of where they feel as though they're entitled to do such things because of, well, this is the home we built together. This is the household we built together. Oh, okay. Well, you're not, you're no longer respecting this household. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm old school with it, baby. I gotta change laws. <laughs> I know how to change laws. <laughs> Is that you, Sally? <laughs> you better ask about me in these streets. You know, you come, baby, it'd be a bobby pin in the keyhole. Oh my God. So, <laughs> all right. So the third <laughs> development that you can incorporate with building your self-worth is um, learning to accept compliments. You know, for a long time, it wasn't that I couldn't accept compliments. I felt like I was getting too many of them. Mm-hmm. So I didn't appreciate it when it came from a person that I really cared about. I wasn't able I wasn't able to um, digest those compliments. It was mm-hmm. just like, okay, he's saying it, he's saying it, he's saying it. You know what I'm saying? It kind of gets watered down. But that's my little thing. But it says to learn to accept compliments. Because, you know, people sometimes don't know how to accept compliments. But, and this is my thing, like, okay, somebody be like, dang, you are so fine. So what you say, thank you? Yeah, just be like, okay, thank you. I'm at a point now where I just, instead of like, <laughs> I say thank you. God just be like, okay, you know. He went out his way to verbally say that, mm. then I go out of my way to verbally say thank you. Um, I don't know, I, I guess because I just... I just had a guy tell me that, not just, but I, I remember like years ago, it was this guy I was really into, mm-hmm. and he was like, um, he was just so motivated and inspiring, like he would always tell me good things, he was like a trainer, so I, that was kind of like his thing anyway, like mm-hmm. he was already doing it because he's a trainer, that's what he's doing every day, and um, I used to, I, I don't know, I don't know how I was receiving it, but he was just like, you don't take compliments well, and I was just like... Oh, okay, you know, and it made me just kind of like really self-reflect, like, you know what I'm saying? And, and then I told him that was because I got 30 other guys that told me today. So when I come, when it comes down to you, it's like, it means something, you know what I'm saying? I'm flattered because I like you, but I don't think my gesture came off as it, you know what I'm saying? I think that's what he was looking for, my gesture to be of that. But then also that goes back to you, people have to stop having expectations. Yes. The expectations is what gets you depressed. It it what gets you disappointed. It it gets you hurt. Like Boosie said, love gets you hurt in these streets. When you know your worth, you no longer expect things from other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. When you know your worth, you no longer expect things from people. You no longer have an expectation. You disappoint you know when you know your worth, people can no longer disappoint you because at the end of the day, whether they do it for you or you do it for yourself, at the end of the day, as long as it is done. And that means in a sense of like even their actions, mm-hmm. you know, even their movement. I'm learning to know I'm learning to move in peace and chaos. Like that is something that I've never done in my whole entire life. Like I love control and I'm learning that I'm very controlling. <laughs> so if you know like things are not going my way I'm gonna make it go my way like it's gonna go Ashley way but I'm learning that's not the route I need to take you know like uh, if not, I'm real big on you you'll respond not respond in the sense of respond to say okay or respond to whatever you know what I'm saying you just leave me cause I used to get on Jay all the time like Jay at least say okay you know what I'm saying it's like say okay if I respond with one of the uh 
you know how you hold hold down the message. Not even that, but folks, you started. Mad. That is not a response. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. need to respond to me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yes, it is a response. You got to reply to you. It, it depends on what I'm saying. Like if I'm saying I'm looking for my expectations, I guess. I'm looking for a brand response and you just hard it. What the? No. Once again, expectations and you just need to know your worth and understand that, you know. No matter change, respond with a heart with the words. That's him, you know. That's his response to be cool with it. But that's the thing too, like, I can tell you now, like, even the people that I work with um, on the reality show that I'm doing, like, he can send a million emails. And I will finally respond to the one, and he he knows I'm reading his emails because as soon as I find something wrong in the one he sent me, that's the one I'm calling him about. Yeah. So it's like those expectations. Stop having them expectations. Yeah. Stop having those expectations because what having expectations does is it lets us down. I had an expectation this week for something because <clears throat> I, you know, I put my pride to mm-hmm. and I had an expectation for somebody. Oh. You might give me my answer. Go ahead. So I, I had an expectation for somebody, and when they did not do what I expected them to do, rather than it upset me or rather than it pissed me off, it was just kind of like I already knew that you know what I'm saying. You you were you were either going to do as I expected you to, or you weren't because I know the type of person that you are. Yeah. So it's you can still have expectations. So I want to necessarily say stop having expectations. You can still have those expectations, but, but you have to respond. be how you respond to whether or not that person meets your expectations or doesn't meet your expectations is what's going to help you grow as a person and what's going to help you continue to project forward. Preacher Jay, yeah, <laughs> come with it, come with it. So the fourth one would be eliminate self criticism. You know, that's hard. It is, you know, it, it's really hard. But the real negative, the ones that's like, oh, I'm never gonna find anyone, or I'm ugly, or I'm fat, like those, I think those type of criticisms that you mm-hmm. don't need because it negates that positive affirmation that you're supposed to be saying to yourself. You I know? stop having them kind of affirmations, baby. I'm not fat, baby. I'm thick with, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing that I did come across, like Creflo Dollar, he was saying to speak. You know, like if you're having thoughts in your head, like, you know, those negative thoughts, and it's just like, oh, I'm ugly, da da da. Speak it and be like, I'm beautiful. Like, whatever you say in your head that's negative, verbally say it out your mouth that negates that negative criticism that you're saying in your head. Because once you say it out your mouth, it totally takes away that thought. Like, you're not thinking that thought anymore. You know, like... It's so crazy. Because this week, you know, I've been trying to figure out, like, okay, how am I going to get to this point of where I start working out? And this and the third. And so, every day when I come home, I take my shower. And I don't put no shirt on. I don't put no shirt on. I just walk around my basketball shorts. And I don't put no shirt on. And the reason being is because I got mirrors all over the place. So just walking around and seeing myself in the mirror and you just get to you get to notice certain things because I changed up a little bit of my eating habits this week especially since you're no longer working the same shift that I do my eating habits have changed like drastically what does that mean though like just because we're not working the same shift that because you will make me whatever I make whatever I want to eat okay you make me whatever I want to eat and you ain't gonna ask me twice about it take your food ready <laughs> but when I try to have accountability, I got a lot of 
Yeah, you got to lay off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you just stop doing it. Because at the end of the day, that's not your place. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I've been doing that to just kind of like, oh, okay. So today was my first, today's my first time having wings all week. Really? Yeah. I can hardly believe that because I've seen some stuff on the counter the other last week, couple weeks, but we're going to speak on that. I said, I said this week. Okay, this week. <laughs> so you started this week. <laughs>
Man. And it's your girl, Ashley J. And we're winding down to the end of our Know Your Worth therapy session for today. <laughs> yes, and like we left off, we were stating the last, um, basically, nugget of developing self-worth, which would be... Affirm your self-worth. And if you know what a firm is, you know, James, you know what a firm is? Yep. What I definitely it? do know what a firm means. Don't try to look it up. I know what a firm is. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Lord, I definitely do know he, what a firm is. He's trying to figure out a firm. He's going to Google. He is on his laptop trying Ooh. to figure out. Okay. And search strongly. Yes. And publicly yes. offer someone emotional support yes. or encouragement. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Firmly, like what you stated, you know, you saying, hey, hard. this is not what is going to go on. Like, you're not going to treat me like this. I'm not. That's what I had to learn. Like, this dude that I was talking to for a long time, and he's still trying to place me how he last met me. And it's like, it's like, um, you know, no, I'm not that same Ashley. I'm not just gonna hop up when you say come or help you do this or you know, I'm not I'm not there. I got stuff going on. Back then I was broken, didn't know who I was and you know no, like this is what's going on, this is what's gonna happen. So you're gonna accept that, you're gonna try to put fit your life into mine now. If not then, you know, and even still, like I even got requirements of friendships. Like I was telling them like the stuff that you're doing, I would never allow my friends to do. So either you gonna switch it up or you're gonna pack light so yes affirm your self-worth that's the only way you're gonna really start seeing it change getting out of that normal like if you have continually been in a space where people are you know not respecting you not representing you in the way that they should then it's just like stay it nothing changed, moves on. Like, don't have no expectations thinking they're going to change it. Or just because you speak on the deck, it's going to change something. Right. No. That's true. And then I did have, like, a little backup that I did want to speak on because I know we kind of, like, at the end of this segment. And that's basically, like, what causes a low self-worth? You know? Like, what, what really... Causes that lack of... Like, what really causes? So, basically, unhappy childhood... So if your childhood was filled with trauma, if it was filled with, you know, expectations that were not met because at the end of the day, we're children and we're learning the world. So if your parents put you in a space that they said, hey, I'm going to do this, so I'm going to do that, and that did not happen, it's like, you know, at, at that place, it's, just, it's, it's nobody's fault because you're a child. Two, critical and harsh people. If you got a person just like, you know, you stated before, they just saying, oh, you chubby, or are you this, 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 and it's just like, what? You know, like. It's supposed to be providing me with love and support. Yeah, if I have you in my life, it's just like, hey, I'm not gonna sit right here and say, Lawrence, you know, like, that music you got going on, bro, like, you, you may wanna switch it up. You may you need to go acting. Who am I to sit here and say that? Like, that's your passion, that's what you wanna do. You know what I'm saying? So it just, it's, it's crazy that people will be so critical in telling you yeah, those yeah. things. And they and people do. People feel like they have the right to sit here and tell you what you should and should not be doing. Like, T.D.J. said his son 
with going back to school, he was like, well, I don't know if I really want to do music. He was like, no, go do it. Because that going to lead you into where you supposed to go. You get what I'm saying? We don't know that at the end of the journey what's going to happen. But we know the steps that we take is going to get us at least one close step. I'm with one step closer to where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to... Because they got the now. They got you where you're at now. Exactly, and they want to judge you off right now. Like people that are in a successful spot now, you know, they go back ten years and it's just like, okay, well, I wasn't thinking I was gonna be doing this. You know, what if somebody told me to stop doing that? Then I, this would have never happened. You know, I, I never would have foreseen or got to this space. So that a lack of confidence causes low self worth. Going on, ongoing. This is the main thing. Ongoing stressful life events such as relationship breakdowns or financial troubles. That will get you in a space if you are constantly in and out of bad relationships. It's just like, at this point, you got to start reflecting yourself. I mean, self-reflecting and saying, hey, like, some, it's me. I'm the toxic one. It's me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get a pattern of this, like, if 10 people say your breath stink, come on, your breath stink. You know? So, and then financial trouble, like, that could really, you know, if you've been in a financial bond your whole entire life, you ain't never had no come up. That'll put a lot of damp on your um, your self-worth. You'll feel like, you know, everybody else has passed you by. Or you'll feel like, you know, you're not at this, you know, ideal stage. You know, everybody think when they hit 30, they're supposed to be this millionaire. They're supposed to have this family. They're supposed to have this grand old band of friendships. And it's just like, no. Social media will have you believing that you're supposed to be way further than what you are when you're there. And yeah. at the end of the day, can't nobody put no time frame on it. Can't nobody put no timeline on it. God puts us in positions for where we're supposed to be and where we need to be when we need to be there. Exactly. So. And except those people, where they at? You know what I'm saying? People want to put facades. You know, they want to pretend that, hey, I'm these. Like I said, I'm still learning. Like, y'all may speak about empowerment, but my whole thing is I've been through a lot of steps that some girls and some women are going through or have went through. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, oh, yeah, some body that's else that's in um, empowerment at a higher stage and it's just like okay you know what I'm saying I'm still learning I'm still getting but I'm only sharing sharing my experiences so that resonates with you like Jay Grandma says chew the chicken spit out the bone if the bone ain't hitting on that baby keep it moving <laughs> right um, you gotta chew that chicken spit out the bones baby I don't think I like chicken so much you know, <laughs> Grandma Grandma had me sucking on the bone for so long <laughs> You know, like, I'm, I love love. So, I always find the goodness in people. Like, I would make understanding decisions. You know what I'm saying? Even when I've seen all that red flag. All, all the red flags. All the breadcrumbs that you don't left. I still would be like, oh, but she, oh, but he. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I sympathize way too much. That's what I'm healing from. Healing from sympathizing too much. Not from what you what you do don't affect me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm not gonna place my value based on your actions. That's what a lot of people do. They think because you left them or you spoke badly about them, you not worth nothing. Right. It's accurate. Not me. Not Ashley J. Not Ashley J. Not Ashley J. Not anymore. Cause I used to be that way. You know, I was very. In a space where I remember breaking down each weekend or, oh, oh, holidays are the worst for me. Holidays are the worst for me because it's just like my family is not close to me. 
And so I'm always like, like I said, that 10-year relationship, the whole 10 years, every Christmas, Thanksgiving, we was all, I was always with his family. Then now with the marriage, it was like, it was different, you know, I would go over there um, last Christmas, I mean last Thanksgiving, it was my first family like uh, Thanksgiving where we actually all came together. That would never happen again. Like I can really say that would never happen again. But you know, um, but it was an experience. So now it's just like, okay, what I'm gonna do this Thanksgiving? You know, you gonna be with your boy J Man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's 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 so new. But I'm I'm learning to think like, oh, I can't think like that no more. I can't be down about you know what I'm saying like. Um, events and stuff like that. No. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to grow forward from it. I mean, I was, I grew up in a household, or I could say I grew up in a family like where my grandmother, when it came to like Thanksgiving, Christmas, this and a third, like that was, you know, we, she made sure that things took place as far as the family was together of some sort. I had yeah. aunts and this and a third. Um, but I can tell as I grew up and as I got older, things started to change and things started to just kind of like separate and people did things in their own household. Yeah. Now, where I am mentally and how I feel is, you know what I'm saying? Especially when I make this transition, I'm getting ready to make, oh, Thanksgiving, pull up. Christmas, pull up. You know what I'm saying? Easter, pull up. Like, yeah. let's do it. Like. I'm all about celebrating, I'm all about hosting, I'm all about family, friends, and all of that. And you know, even though my circle might not be large, my circle is big enough to where at the end of the day, if you're gonna be there, it's going to be a memorable situation and we're gonna enjoy each other, you know? But see, that's the whole thing. We gotta get out of thinking like, big. Mm -hmm. Those few people, Those few people that's big, big enough. Big like, enough. Yep. those people, like this is what I tell people want to surround themselves that these are not the same people, like some happy you, you're going to be able to call that one phone call, mm -hmm. you in jail. Or these people that if you separate yourself from work and personal, these people going to call and check on you a year after that, you know what I'm saying? Like, or really care about your well-being, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, so that's why I'm real big on my energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to prove, you know, people have to prove themselves to be in my life because I feel like I'm worthy enough. Like, right. when I say I love you or when I say, like, you a friend, I hold that near and dear, you know, like, it could be a little possessive, but I'm learning the possessiveness needs to, you know, dim it down, but, yeah, you know, that's, that's the major thing, so people want to say, oh, that's my friend, that's my homie, that's my friend, and just, like, they'll be the same ones, when they get around other people, they dogging you, yeah. you know, or they really don't have your back, they, they really can't speak on the they truth in front of you. They intentions for you, um, and, you know, it's just one of those things, it's the growing pains of life at the end of the day, but you gotta recognize people for who they are and what they bring. You know, and at the end of the day, you gotta recognize when something in the buttermilk ain't clean. Never heard of that. One. You never heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. something the buttermilk, buttermilk already dirty. When something in the buttermilk is not clean, the buttermilk is not dirty. But when something in the buttermilk is not clean, you're gonna notice the difference because it's gonna take the whitewash away. Mmm. And that's why we did want to speak on self-worth because, you know, we, we it's, it gets to a point where we got to stop tolerating so much, you know, we got to stop tolerating. It's like, really do. go after what you want. Just because, like, I was in school thinking like, okay, I'm about to get a job and I'm, you know, this, forget a career, this and that. 
But I was only doing it because I was told that's what I did. I mean, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to go to school, find a job, da 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 da. Don't want to talk about entrepreneurship. Nobody told me like, oh, okay, I can go to school and then not feel ashamed that I gotta work a job or you know what I'm saying? Or feel like, oh, okay, because I want to work a job to have stability coming in to follow that through things. What's funny? Still laughing. Our commenters. What did they? You so old. I know. You Y'all are old, these old, old folks old sayings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's you know the whole thing. Like you gotta live your life for you. You can't live your life for what somebody else says yes, and thinks. You cannot. And, and it's okay if they can't deal with you being a worker and they call themselves whatever. If they're an entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? It's just like you gotta have friends of all calibers. That's what makes you grow. If you around people that are all on the same level, how are y'all able to grow? Who who gonna show who? How Who's who? gonna show who? And my thing is, if you the top, if you the top tier person on your totem pole, either you bringing people up with you, mm-hmm. meaning like, hey girl, or hey hey bro, let me show you how to do this and let me show you how to do that, or are you one of those people that's consistently just showing everything you got and what you got going on mm-hmm. and making people feel less than? You gotta know the difference between the two. Yeah, you do. You got to know the difference between the two. At the end of the day, if you're not reaching back trying to help somebody or help people, you know, to get to where you are, at least, you know, even show them, provide them a little nuggets here and there, this and the third, being inspiration. If you're just all about trying to get the likes and show about what you got, you can't be living a happy life. Yeah. And that's Instagram have people fooled. They are all for the likes, all for the comments. And it's just like, how your insides looking? Right. You know? But they ain't gonna reveal that, you know. Like right. seriously, I, I got a cousin that she she wants to have this Instagram life so bad. Like, and I'm like, girl, these people really don't live like this. Like, they do not live so, like this. Of course, what y'all think will happen to them? The people that are building Instagram life, the Instagram just fade away. I mean, at the end of the day, they gonna fade away right along with it. Because at the end of the day, before Instagram was a thing or before you became an Instagram person, people didn't recognize you. You you just as normal as anybody else in the world. They're gonna diminish. Um, they're just gonna fade right away. And I was actually having a conversation um, last night with a friend of mine and we were just talking about how just like how the white American is going to fade away because people are no longer going to want to recognize themselves as a white American. They're going to recognize themselves as being mixed or biracial yeah. or something more of the sort because at the end of the day, becoming a being a white American has so much negativity yeah. surrounded by it these days. So it's just kind of like everything is making a full circle. Yes, we're not going to see slavery. We're not going to see white folks outside picking cotton, but now what you are going to see is people are more or less taken away from the fact of, oh, no, I'm not a white American. I'm mixed with such and such. You know, and their dad's the same mix. Dad's going to be walking around and talking about the Indian. <laughs> so, you, you want to be able to have people that you can pour into mm-hmm. and have those that can pour, that can pour into you. you. Yeah, all absolutely. Tears. Like, absolutely. It's mentors that I look up to that, you know, they they give money to people that like, hey, you know, I got this investment. Like, we spoke on a guy, Mr. Two Weeks Out. Mm-hmm. I love for what he stands for. Like, he's like, hey, she came to me and was like, hey, she needed 
1500 to put with another 1500 with another friend so they can start a business because they needed 3000 to, you know, really get their Airbnb and all of that situated. And it's just like, but then you see him, you know, interacting with men that, you know, on a bigger tier that kind of been doing it longer than he has. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, how are you able to gain the knowledge? How are you able to get into different rooms at different levels? So if he stayed around every entrepreneur that's just on the same level as him, it's just like, that's the limit. That's the growth. You limit your growth. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that you can't have them, but, you know, it, it, it really is. Like, I have people that I can talk to that I'm on a, a, a higher level than, you know, mentally. And there's some people that I look up as a mentor, like, you know, this is what's going on. You know, how can I move this way, this way? And I got therapy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you got to really put yourself in the space. If you really want change, you got to put the action. And the capable. So. That's what's up. That's what's up. So we're gonna end today's segment with, um, you know, election day is coming up, and we need to vote. <laughs> Us as <laughs> Black Americans, <laughs> we, in order for us to figure out our worth in this world, honestly, yes, we need to vote. We need to get out here. We need to have people that, at the end of the day, are really for us Americans that you know are looking to grow as a people otherwise we're going to be in the same situation we've been in since since our mama so we encourage our listeners our viewers we we definitely encourage you guys to get out and vote as of Monday October 12th up until October 30th it's early voting don't forget election day is November 3rd if you have not registered to vote unfortunately you have missed the deadline if you have not registered to vote. Um, But you may request absentee ballots if you do not want to uh, vote in person, as long as the request is received by October 30th. Um, You can also uh, request it by mail as long as they receive your absentee ballot by November 3rd by 7 p.m. Or you can return in person by November 3rd by 7 p.m. But guys, let's make sure we get out and vote. Let's get out and vote. Let's get out and vote. Let's change this world. Let's break some curses. Um, and uh, like I said, guys, make sure if you're in ATL or if you plan on being in ATL next weekend, come and check out Generational Empowerment. We will be live at Wraith ATL, Call the Park, Old National, 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. We will be there. We'll have shirts. Hair Roma's gonna be in the building. Empower Jew is gonna be in the building. J Man ENT is gonna be in the building. Generational oh, Empowerment <laughs> is gonna be in the building. Make sure you guys check us out each and every Saturday on um, Direct Access Radio. Also, you can catch us live on 365 Live every Monday and Wednesday at 4 p.m. I am your boy, J Man. And I'm your girl, Ashley J. And this has been another banking episode of Generational Empowerment, and we are out.